0: We're analyzing MPLX LP stock, ticker MPLX, to see if its market price is a fair value. We're using the select six analysis to look at the most telling financial metrics before estimating an intrinsic value for MPLX. Then we're giving a final rating to the business. There will be a key bonus metric along the way that just might be the tipping point when analyzing MPLX for your portfolio. Before we get into these valuable metrics, let's understand MPLX's stock performance. Right now, MPLX trades for $34.17 per share. In the last year, their stock price is up 11%, outperforming the S&P 500. In the last five years, MPLX stock price is down 4% overall. When the business was listed 10 and a half years ago, MPLX has returned about 2% compounded annually. Their stock price is up 25% overall. Right now, MPLX pays a huge 8.7% dividend yield. This dividend is four times the yield of an S&P 500 ETF. Their average dividend yield is in addition to these compounded returns, but is it safe? We'll cover that later in the video. MPLX trades just $1 below their 52-week high. The company's up about $6 from their 52-week low. A little over 1% of their shares are sold short. MPLX is a large business. They have a $34 billion market cap. But why should we be paying close attention to MPLX? MPLX is a partnership that owns both pipelines and gathering and processing assets with extensive holdings in the Appalachian region. Their asset base is made up of pipeline assets dropped down from Marathon Petroleum, its sponsor, and gather and processing assets from Mark West, which it acquired in 2015. MPLX also acquired Endeavor Logistics in July of 2019. Starting things off with metric number 1, we want their average return on capital in the last 5 years to be above 14%. There are two key reasons for this. The average publicly listed business earns about a 7% return on capital, and over the long run, over the course of decades, a stock's likely to return approximately what its underlying business returns. These business returns are captured here by return on capital. Looking for a benchmark that's double the average business allows us to build in some margin of safety. MPLX has strongly increased their returns on capital in all five of these years. From 2018 to 2022, they doubled their returns on capital, earning about 13% in their most recent fiscal year. Averaged out over this time, MPLX earns 9.9% returns in a given year. While this is a few percentage points above a typical company, this is down from the benchmark we'd be looking for, meaning this is an axon metric number one for MPLX. Metric number two, we're looking at the company's growth. We want to see growth in their revenues and their free cash flows in the last five years. We're including their last 12 months worth of numbers in our calculations here. And both of these have to be up for this to be a check. During this time, MPLX has grown their revenues by 66% and their free cash flows have nearly quadrupled. This is huge growth for the business. A big check here on metric number two. In metric number three, we'll get an answer as to why the business grew so much. We're looking at MPLX's shares outstanding, and we're ideally looking for this to be decreasing. Instead, in the case of MPLX, they've diluted existing shareholders by 32%. Much of this shareholder dilution came through their acquisitions, and the company has been slightly reducing their share count since 2020. But this is an X here on metric number three. Then putting our previous metrics together, we're looking for free cash flow per share growth in the last five years for MPLX. This can help us understand whether they've created value for existing shareholders or not. During this time, MPLX has strongly grown their free cash flows. With their shareholder dilution, however, their free cash flows per share are growing at a rate that's slightly below their free cash flows. But this is pretty strong growth nevertheless. This is a check here on metric number four. So far, through our first four metrics, we're split evenly. We have two checks and two Xs for MPLX. PLX. During economic downturns, it's overly levered businesses that are at the greatest risks of poor outcomes. In metric number five, we're evaluating how the business uses debt. We want their net debt, which is their total debt minus their cash and their short term investments, to be below the amount of free cash flow the company has produced in their last five years. During this time, MPLX has slightly added on to their net debt position. As a pipeline business, the company will tend to be more highly levered than other companies. Right now, MPLX has $20 billion worth of net debt. In the last five years, the company has produced $14.6 billion worth of free cash flow. This is falling short of their net debt position, meaning this is an Exxon metric number five. There are a couple of key factors as to why this may or may not be an issue for the business. Due to the nature of the company and their assets, they might reasonably be able to take on higher debt loads than some other businesses. Also, if we extrapolated the business's current free cash flows for five years into the future, the company would be able to support this debt load. To learn about the business's use of debt in more detail, you'd want to read through the the company's filings. Again though, this is an X on metric number five. Through our first five metrics, we have two checks and three Xs for MPLX. Before we get to metric number six, it's time for our bonus. As our bonus, we're looking at MPLX's dividend profile. Currently, MPLX pays a huge 8.7% dividend yield. However, people make mistakes all the time by blindly chasing dividends. It's important to stop and look at the underlying fundamentals of a company to see if they can support their dividends. MPLX has supported their dividend payouts in three of the last five years. They've supported these since 2020 onwards. The company has both grown their dividends and their cash flows on a per share basis throughout this period, with their cash flows growing at a rate that's much higher than their dividends. Also, the business looks like it has a reasonable dividend payout ratio relative to its cash flows currently. While this is a snapshot of their last five years of performance and no guarantee for the future, it looks like MPLX's dividend has gotten much more sustainable over this time and seems to be healthy. The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want MPLX's average free cash flow divided by their total enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, this gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It may also offer a reasonable starting point for a valuation of MPLX. Currently, the business has just shy of a $56 billion total enterprise value. This takes into account both their debt position and their market cap, giving a perspective of MPLX more similar to it being a private company, In their last five years, we learned the company produced $14.6 billion worth of free cash flow, meaning they produced $2.9 billion of free cash flow in an average year. When we divide that by their total enterprise value, that gives about a 5.2% average free cash flow to enterprise value yield. On a current basis, MPLX produced $4.2 billion of free cash flow in their most recent fiscal year. When that's divided by their enterprise value, we get a 7.5% current free cash flow to enterprise value yield. Both of those are coming in above that risk premium we'd be seeking, meaning this is a check on metric number six. This doesn't mean you run out and go buy the business. This is not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Stay tuned as we come to a price estimate for MPLX, and wait to the end when we give our final rating. Everything we've discussed so far is important, but there's something missing that in my opinion is the main reason to analyze MPLX, which takes us on to using a discounted cash flow model to come to an estimate of MPLX's fair intrinsic value. A DCF model is based off the predictability of a company's free cash flows. Like any model in any discipline, its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. Starting with three-year average of MPLX's free cash flows, we're using historical assumptions to grow these into the future. It's up to you to figure out if these will be accurate for the business or not, assuming free cash flows grow at 5% annually for the next 10 years, then assuming that these grow at just 1% annually from the 10 years out from there. If we add in the company's tangible book value, that gives an estimate of their net worth, which is negative in this case. If we were seeking a 15% rate of return, which is the rate of return Warren Buffett's looking for in addition to his margin of safety requirements. From today's valuations of MPLX, it looks like a fair estimate for their intrinsic value is only around $25 per share. That's down $9 from the company's current stock price. It's about $2.5 below MPLX's 52 week lows. There are some key points to be mindful of. MPLX's big dividend yield would already be included in this 15% discount rate. Their stock price would not be appreciating by this 15% amount. These are estimated returns to shareholders. Even though they're a midstream energy company, MPLX has not been super predictable in its past. This could be in part due to the fluctuations in oil and natural gas throughout the past decade and MPLX's acquisitions. You'd want to be mindful of that. Most importantly, this analysis is not financial advice. It's not a buy or sell recommendation of any security. Before considering any investment decision, consult with your financial advisor. In just a moment, we'll give our final rating to MPLX, but we have to address something first. We focused a lot on the numbers, but what are the qualitative aspects of the business? starting with the qualitative factors supporting a potential long thesis number one the partnership has big exposure to substantially greater appellation volumes in the coming years number two 60 to 65 percent of Appalachian ngls are transported by market by rail which is very high mplx has an opportunity to make investments in pipelines to capture substantial tariffs number three many of mplx's pipelines are essentially built solely to serve marathon petroleum assets locking in fees. Then the qualitative points supporting a potential short thesis: Number one, the takeover of Endeavor Logistics added a lower quality portfolio of assets at an expensive price. Number two, Marathon Petroleum's preference for MPLX's distributions could lead to suboptimal outcomes for investors if they defer more value-creative strategic decisions. Number three, the partnership has exposure to DAPL via its 9% indirect ownership stake and ownership of the Tesoro High Plains pipeline system. If both assets- assets are shut down the expected impact is less than 100 million dollars there you have it for a balanced perspective of some of the qualitative aspects of the business now it's time to give our rating in analyzing MPLX stock we learned the company earns average returns on capital of just under 10% annually solidly above average but below the benchmark we'd look for on the back of stronger commodity pricing MPLX has grown their revenues and their free cash flows by quite a bit They've diluted existing shareholders by 32%, however, to make some acquisitions during this time. While it doesn't look like the company's historical free cash flows are able to support their debt position, the company's current free cash flows look like they would be able to, and midstream assets can be pretty levered compared to other businesses. This may or may not be a concern for MPLX. On both a current and an average basis of their free cash flow to their enterprise value yields, those were coming in above a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10 year treasury. MPLX has dis- Distributed more dividends, and they've grown their cash flows in the last five years. They've covered their dividend distributions with their cash flows in their last three years, maintaining a seemingly healthy position for their dividend. It's worth reiterating this analysis is not financial advice. As we performed our discounted cash flow analysis, if you've done the work and you believe those historical growth assumptions from today's valuations of MPLX, if you were seeking a 15% rate of return, an estimate of a fair value for the company is right around $25 per share. MPLX was last at those levels in February of 2021. Combining the factors of our analysis together, MPLX looks like a moderate candidate for further research. While MPLX may not have been a select six stock, here's a playlist of some companies who have. If you enjoyed today's video, please be sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel for more stock analysis videos, comment down below what business you want me to look at next time. Thanks for learning about MPLX with me. Have a great day.